What's up, everybody? It is April 15th, 2021. It's the Fusion and Savage Show. I'm your host, Daniel, a.k.a. Fusion, and I got my boy, Rhett. There's no AK or nickname to him because he's actually a real savage. I'm oh. a savage. What's up? How you doing, savage. buddy? Good, good, man. How you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just working and living life, brother. How's the family? They're good, man. How How's yours doing? Good, good, man. It's just everybody's doing good. That's a good thing. Good. Um, I know that we're still communicating. We're still trying to get this podcast going. I'm getting a lot of feedback. Um, I don't know about your end, but I know I got a couple friends and family members thinking it's pretty cool. They they know that we're still doing new stuff and this is new to us, but just bear with us, right? Yeah, just stick with us, you know. You got some suggestions, reach out, let us know. You can find us on Instagram at Caustic League Sports. Give us a little yeah. shout out, follow us. We'll uh we'll do our best to answer you all back and and like like he said, we're just starting out, so stick with us and let's go. Right. And I know that I know throughout the week, like I said, we hardly ever talk, you know, we, we talk on the phone or we text through the phone, you know, back and forth. And we send a lot of a lot of stuff, information that's going on in the league through Instagram and and Twitter. Right. And yeah, just so stuff for us to talk about and things to catch up on. Um, that's pretty cool, man. So, yeah, get a hold of us if you need to let us know anything what's on your mind. Right. Yeah. Um, so let's start off with, so yeah, like I said, let's start off with, with like what we always do and we want to, we want to get everybody updated just in case, you know, um, with free agent news, right? Yeah. Um, free agent news. I know you got some, some news you want to, um, say out loud and so, so did I. So, um, so let's start off with the one that sticks out the most because I know you're probably all excited over there on your corner of, of your field. But, <laughs> but the Arizona Cardinals, and you kind of yes. seen this coming, right? You've seen this coming when they let go of um, uh, your running back and uh, Drake, right? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, Drake. I I didn't know it would be James Conner per se, but I knew they had to bring in some sort of veteran presence. I mean, our, our backfield's pretty low i mean we've got Edmonds, but to think that Edmonds is a three down back is just i love the guy he's a great kid super versatile great you know catching ability and but he's just not built his frame's not built for that three down back so it's it's awesome to bring in a guy like connor who's still relatively young at 25 he's shown that he has pro bowl potential he's made the pro bowl one year uh, and we got him for one one and a half million fully guaranteed for a year. I'll take it all day. Right. Yeah, they signed him to a one year deal, one point twenty five mil fully guaranteed. Um yeah, that's a good spot for him right there, you know, and with a system like you got a lot of weapons for the Arizona Cardinals. Um so I don't know. Yeah, it's, we, I mean it, it's like a make or break year for Cliff Kingsbury, man. He's he's had he showed some times of genius and some times of what the heck are you doing? And they've definitely surrounded him with weapons. Like he needs to show out this year. He's he needs to be worried about his job for sure. Right. Um I know you and I have talked about 
uh, what your Cardinals are doing, and um, I always tell you what the Seahawks are doing and stuff like that. So, yeah, give me your quick opinion with all these weapons that the Arizona Cardinals are getting. What what are they going to do with Larry Fitzgerald? You know, it's that's such a tough. He's never waited this long to. How do you feel about that? Like them bringing in weapons and. You know, to me, it's to me, it's the sign that he's not coming back. That he's he's kind of made where he stands to them, like he's going to retire. You know what I mean? Like he he doesn't have the interest anymore. And you I think get so. It, you know, I, I I don't think he does. You know, and uh, I mean, last year we paid him uh, fourteen million for a year. We just can't continue to pay a guy like that. I get that it's Fitzgerald. I'm the biggest Larry Fitzgerald truther there is in this world, but. He's just not worth the money that he's been commanding. You know what I mean? And then we go and get AJ Green for eight million. Uh, you go and sign all these other pieces, some offensive linemen, some running backs, and stuff like that. And, and again, he's hush hush, hasn't said anything. This is the longest he's waited to say anything to the organization. So um, I do know that he's doing a golf tournament in uh, Florida this week. I, I think it's this week. And so that kind of worries me that he's going to go to Tampa Bay. But again, they're another very loaded team. So I don't see that happen. I think it's just time that he's going to hang them up. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's a Cardinal till he dies. Oh, you know, he's dude, a Hall Larry legend, Larry legend. There is <laughs> in my eyes, no one better. Hall of Famer, man. So well, that's pretty cool. So yeah, James Conner gone to the Cardinals. Um, one year deal. So that's that's a pretty cool. I know you yeah. would like that starting off with the show because I know you, I know you, <laughs> I know you geeked out when you sent uh, when you saw that. So, oh, I did. Well, it was nice to be like, oh, okay, <laughs> we got we finally got another decent running back. So here we go. Right, another need taken care of. So more free agent news. Uh, talking about running backs, uh, Gio Bernard signed with. Um, a one-year deal with the Bucks. Yeah, Tampa Bay. He signed a, and that's that's your classic. Gio Bernard reminds me a lot of James White. Although James White, I don't know if anyone can match the hands that that running back has, but it, it just makes sense. Tom Brady and Bruce saw him get cut, and they're like, "Hey, come on over here," because you know Ronald Jones be dropping balls left and right. Yeah. So what? And but they also brought back um, uh, Forte, right? Um, For, oh yeah, Fournette. Yeah, they did. They they brought him back on a year deal as well. So they've got a they've got a crowded running back room over there now. I mean, Geo, uh, Geo, Keyshawn Vaughn, Leonard Fournette. They just brought in Geo. I just said that. Sorry, Ronald Jones. Uh, I thought they had one other guy, but I can't remember his name. But yeah, they're pretty loaded back there now. Uh, another free agent that was signed this last week was Thaddeus Moss, the tight end from the Washington football team. Uh, yeah. He's claimed by, claimed by the Bengals. Uh, Going to pair him back up with Joey B. Uh, that should be pretty cool if, if he can make the roster. Oh, yes. Yes, I did see that. Um, that is a pretty cool deal for them, right? Yeah. He, he's young, you know, and he's got that that chemistry with Joe Burrow, them both coming from LSU. So maybe they can pick up where they left off, and that'll be a good signing. We'll just have to see. 
Yeah, hopefully. And like I said, during the draft, we, we still have a, you and I have debated quite a bit about who they're going to draft in the first round and they need protection, but they also need a weapon, you know, and uh, we've talked about that before. Yeah. If they, can hook, if they can hook him up with his friend. Um, oh, dude, if they brought in Chase to pair with him. Oh, man, that's great and all, but Burrow can't throw off his back. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah, know no exactly. Joke. I mean. That's, well, a, that's a tough situation to be in right there. Yeah, he, he got messed up pretty bad on the, on his injury, so... Yeah, he did. I, I would suggest that the Bengals, if they did do the right thing, they would just protect him. Yeah. Well, and you've got Penny Sowell and Rashawn Slater there. Like, just shore up the line, man. Protect that kid. Right. Um, other news. We saw that Josh Dobbs went and signed with the Steelers. Yeah, he uh, came back to the Steelers. He went back to the Steelers and also they brought back Vince Williams, the linebacker, correct? Yeah, that's and that's a good one. Vince Vince is a starter for them, so that's that's good to keep him in house. Yeah, that's they, Yeah, they're, like, they're pretty stacked for for Steelers defense, they're pretty stacked. They they need a little bit more pieces on the edges, but I think they're 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 pretty good, especially with the linebacker Watt, you know. Um, oh, JB yeah. Watts' brother, little brother, it's, that's a that's a good good stealer curtain there, you know. Yeah, they, they definitely got to shore up that outside pass rush. Losing Bud Dupree hurt pretty bad. I mean, mm-hmm. although was it Bud Dupree was good or was it Bud Dupree was good because TJ Watt commands so much attention, which I believe that's what it was. But we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here another news hey so this is a good uh topic that now i'm getting to um so the washington football team signs this uh this player he's a tight end correct explain to us a little bit more about samus reyes so Samus Reyes. Right? Samus Reyes, right? Yeah, Samus yeah, Reyes. Sammy's Reyes, I, I think. Sammy's Reyes. Samus yeah. Reyes. I don't know. This guy's a stud. I've seen I've seen videos on him. You and I talked about it over Instagram. Um, explain to the audience how it is, you know, how is it able for uh, a college kid to be drafted or signed right now by an NFL football player when he hasn't even entered the draft yet? So what it is is he jumped into the uh, the portal for oh geez I'm trying to remember what it's called uh, it's the portal for players outside the U.S. they can come over here and and try out at these pro days and, and showcase themselves right showcase their athletic abilities um, and so he he had initially wanted to be a basketball player and uh, he right ended up he, trying out trying out at a pro day and and showed out man like this kid he's 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 a huge kid like he's from six florida foot seven yeah 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 he, he's six foot six sorry 260 pounds he put up a 40 inch vert a 10 and a half broad jump 31 yes. bench reps and ran the 40 at a 4.65 insane so, insane dude so they they've got him slated to be a tight end uh, makes sense. They just dropped Thaddeus. They bring him in. That fills that spot. Uh, and he's got a great guy to to learn behind in Logan Thomas. I mean, Logan Thomas mm-hmm. was a quarterback in college for Virginia Tech. 
And right. I mean, it took several years for him to do that, that transition to tight end. But now that he's done it, I mean, he's one of the more reliable tight ends in the league. So what what better way to to learn how to transition into that that position in the NFL than to get behind Logan Thomas? What what country is this guy from? Do you remember? It's he's from Chile. From Chile, exactly. Yeah. So when we saw when I saw the highlights on this kid, and, and I know I I sent it to you through Instagram. I'm like, dude, this kid's a stud. Not only that, yeah. coming from Florida, where Kyle Pitts is at. Um, uh, well, and so, and so he didn't, so he didn't, uh, he didn't go to college in Florida. He just got to participate in Florida's pro day. I got you. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what makes it different. That's why he didn't have to enter the draft that he was, uh, a free agent. He could sign wherever he wanted. Interesting. Yeah. That's, uh, I'm glad that you cleared that up because I know that we were like, looking at that and i'm like if you showed up on the pro day and this guy's working out and then you get to sign him i'm pretty sure that it it blew my mind on how that how that's possible and i know there's other players out there that have done this yeah it's just this guy's workout um videotape that if nobody's really seen it this pro day video you should check it out it's really really insane on what this kid did so um, yeah i I hope it all works out for him man Right, especially him saying that he was going to be a basketball player. That yeah, you know, he, that that's kind of insane because he's really built like a tight end. Uh, a cool little uh, like trip, not trivia, but a cool little fact about him too is if he makes the initial fifty-three man roster, he'll be the first Chilean-born player to make a fifty-three man roster in the NFL. So that's pretty cool too. Chilean player, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's something to root for there. Um, well, that's cool. So, yeah, the Washington football team signed Samius Reyes, right? Sammy's Reyes? I, I think it's Sammy's, I think. Sammy's Reyes. Sammy's Either Reyes. Way, he, he's a stud. Um, moving on. So, also, we talked about this, um, you and I. The Browns signed defensive end Javania. <laughs> Javion Clowney. I can't even talk right now. But Jadavian Clowney. JD, yes. Um, you know, does this make the Cleveland Browns more? I mean, I you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I, I listen to a lot of radio stations and they're saying that the Browns are the ones to be fearing this time. I don't really think so. Um, but their defense on paper, like when you look on paper, yeah, and you see Miles Garrett there, and then you see the other rest of the the players there, and, and they got good corners. It's a, it's a stacked defensive team, but do you see that with this new signing of Clowney? Do you think that this is going to be something to keep an eye on, or the Browns so, legit? So, the Browns have made a ton of great moves, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, right. I was listening to LeVar Arrington um, today. He talked about this signing. It actually might have aired yesterday, but I listened to it today. And he talks about Jadavian Clowney and the Browns, right? And he same thing. He says, the defense looks great on paper. Now, right. as to how cohesive that unit will be, we'll have to see. You know, because you could have a bunch of these guys start hating each other by week three, you know, holding the people accountable and people aren't liking it, stuff like that. But he made a very valid point that everyone, so Jadavian Clowney signed and everyone's like, oh, the Browns are the team to beat. They're the Super Bowl. 
They're going to win the next Super Bowl. They're going to run that AFC division. So Clowney was paired with arguably one of the best sack masters in NFL history in J.J. Watt. Oh, yeah. And he still wasn't able to produce like a first overall pick. No, no, no. He, 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 man, they showed the highlight video when he came out, right? He was the number one pick overall, right? Yeah, yeah. And they showed the highlight video of him ripping this, this quarterback's head off, right? Yeah. And he's like, he's like a, he's like, yeah, he's like a, (laughs) he's like a rock star. So then they, so the Texans go and and get him first round pick. Yeah. Right. And, but he was also injured. He had injuries in, in, in college. Yep. But he never lived, just like what you just said, he never lived up to that potential, even with pairing up with with J.J. Watt on the other side, you know? Exactly. And I'm hoping, I mean, is he going to be a guy that in certain situations can create a lot of pressure and havoc? Yeah, of course. He's Jadavian Clowney. But is he going to be consistent? That's the biggest thing with this signing for me is, is can he be a consistent motor on that defense? Or is he, or is he going to be the guy that has a great one to two weeks and then gets hurt for four? You know what I mean? And, and that's yeah. that's been his his AO since he got into league. His not his AO his MO. Sorry, since he got yeah. in the league, like that's that's just who Jadavion Clowney is. He's going to make those big plays. He's going to make those huge pass rushes on on fourth and one, third and eight, whatever. He's going to get in there, but it's can he make it to that next play? Exactly. I, I view him that they're only going to use him like, like not not every not every down. You know, I I see him coming in maybe third down, it, just to be used here in certain spots. Will they use him like later on in in December? I think that's what they're they're really mainly using him for is come playoff time. Then won't you? That's what I view him as. Come playoff see, time is when they really want him to to succeed. See, and that's what that's kind of where you're stuck in a tricky situation too, is because with the name Jadavion Clowney, you strike fear into offensive linemen, right? Oh, Every, of everybody knows who Jadavion Clowney is, so it's hard to be a defensive coordinator and and try to not have him on the field 100 percent of the time. Um, I right. believe you. I think they'll cut back the snaps that he gets, but I think he'll he's gonna have to play a starting role. And he's new to the defense. He's got to get in there and gel with that defensive line. So I think he's going to be out there a lot. I hope he doesn't get injured. I'd love to see him play all year. And if he does, holy crap, look out. Right. I mean, and just like you said, his name speaks volume. And when the Texans traded him to Seattle, I was all I was all excited for this. But what did he do? He, he didn't do much. Nothing. You know what I mean? He, he, he didn't do much. He, he, he Like what you said, he struck fear into them, but his production wasn't there. Yeah. Of course, we wanted to re-sign him, but I, I understand how Seattle wanted to re-sign him. He wanted more money. This is where I thought, okay, the market out there for him was really not going to go anywhere because he wanted a lot of money. And I think yeah. he, they gave him $10 million, correct? They gave him $10 million yeah, they did. To, to play for one year. Now you got to prove yourself. Prove yourself. You know this is yeah. his fourth team that he's going to be on, right? Fourth, yes. Yep. Fourth team. Yeah, the fourth team. And so, but to Browns fans and to anybody out there, you know, especially in our fantasy world, the Browns look good on paper, but in reality, it's like I said to a coworker at, at work, 
it still lands on the quarterback's hands, dude. It does. You it know? does. And, and we all saw Baker played so much better when Odell got hurt. I hate to say that, but we all saw it. We were all there. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. so it's, it's going to be interesting to see if they, if they end up moving on from Odell uh, by trading him throughout this whole draft that's coming up in two weeks tonight two weeks from tonight so excited anyway back to that uh so we'll see you know it's all baker mayfield like you said is is he matured is he taking that next step we know uh uh, stefanski is a genius when it comes to head coach so he's got the right head coach they're going in the right direction it's all on mayfield's shoulders now this is his time the the steelers are starting to falter a little bit with big ben getting older uh the ravens uh, I think Lamar needs to start throwing a little more. Everyone's kind of chiming in on him running all the time. Um, and then oops. it's it's their division to lose is what I'm getting at. It's To me, it's the Browns division to lose now. And it's all on the field. I agree. But you know what? Yeah, with the signings they've done this year, it reminds me a lot of, uh, the two, was it the 2008 Jacksonville Jaguars? Where they went and got Clay as Campbell, Malik Jackson, AJ Boye. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the year they drafted Jalen Ramsey. No, not too. Oh yeah, that's too far. Sorry. Uh, Nine. Darn. No. Darn it! I can't remember the year now. But they they went on a spending spree, and then that team sucked. Right. They were freaking trash. Yeah, I do remember that, but. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's just. But they did make the it to the play. They 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 made it to the playoffs, all right. Uh, no, not the year that they spent all the money in free agency. Well, yeah, it's up to it's up to Cleveland this year to 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 produce, and with, with Clowney there, let's see how this defense goes. Um, yeah. So. So those are free agent news. Do you got any other free agent news that we uh, want to talk about? Because I know I got some NFL news. Uh, there's just a couple. The Buccaneers brought back cornerback Ross Cockrell. They brought back defensive tackle Steve McClendon. Um, I got you. Yep. The Raiders today actually just uh, released defensive end Arden Key. <laughs> I, and, did uh, <laughs> I did see that. I did see that. That's another one. Yeah, and, you're right. You're right. And they released uh, defensive tackle Maurice Hurst, which uh, – if I looked at the stats right, Hurst was the eleventh eleventh be- best pressure rate on quarterbacks from the from the defensive tackle position. So that's an interesting uh, release to me. But uh, I, I don't know. It's it's Gruden. So who knows what that guy's thinking about? Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I think that about yes, covers yeah. everything I saw. Well, the one one uh, free agent news that I did forget about and. Uh, I don't know why I forgot about it, but to talk about it is my Seattle Seahawks. My Seattle Seahawks went and and signed Alden Smith from the Dallas Cowboys. They did. Um, They did. That's right. You you know, this, this one, and I'll have to tell you why I think it's, it's okay that we got him. I mean, he's, he's stiller on the defensive end. Uh, We, he's quick, but I don't know what issues he has outside of the football field. If you look at the his his early stats from last year, he did really well for the first five games and then he just disappeared. Yeah, he did. And that's yeah, he did on the Cowboys, correct? Right. He disappeared. Yeah. He played well when he played against us and then he just disappeared. And so 
Pete Carroll has this sense of what to do with his defensive end, and it, it fills in a spot. Um, don't get don't get me wrong. I I like this move, but it's still iffy because it's like there's got to be something in the contract to sit there and saying if you produce right, you you keep staying on, or if you're getting cut, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It to, to me, he's a prime candidate for an incentive-based contract. So yes. as long as you keep your name clean and you hit your sack incentives or your tackle incentives or whatever incentives the team gives you, you know, you get rewarded by being paid out, right? So to me, that makes the most sense. And I'm with you. He's he's a talented kid. I mean, we've had to face him for years when he was a Niner, when he first got drafted until he started yep. getting in a lot of trouble you know, outside of football, but he's, he's a good kid. He knows what he's doing. He's just got to keep his head in the game. It, it, it almost seems like he gets bored at times. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Um, but like I said, it, we still have good defensive end pieces and, and with this draft coming up, the Seahawks only got three draft picks to pick. So they got to use them wisely. And as of right now, I don't know. We haven't even heard anything about KJ Wright being re-signed for, you know, and I don't know if we're going to go after a defensive end, a linebacker, another linebacker, or if we're going to go after a running back. It's just so much to, to predict for the Seahawks, but for them to go sign Alden Smith, I, I think it was a good choice, but it's still kind of iffy to me, if that makes any sense. No, it does. It, it makes complete sense because he's a hit-or-miss candidate. Yeah, it, it, it'll either work or it won't. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's true. That's true. Um, anything for free agent news? Free agent news. No, I'm pretty sure that sums up everything uh, as of today at 11 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's go on to some news. So, so we still have a, a quite a bit of news. So let, let's go on to. Um, so the Patriots released longtime wide receiver Julia Edelman. Um, he's set to retire, and uh, a lot of controversy. I'm pretty sure you guys watch TV, this uh, you know, those sports shows, uh, Sports Center, Fox, all those shows are, are debating right now about is he a Hall of Famer. Right, comparison him, comparing him to uh, Calvin Johnson and uh, Ocho Cinco and yeah, other Heinz players, Heinz Ward and all that. Yeah. I, I don't. To me, my opinion, I think he is a Hall of Famer with being a Super Bowl champ, an MVP. Um, you know, setting the most postseason yards behind Jerry Rice. Um, the stats are there. He's got numbers, bro. Am I right or wrong? Well, no, you're totally right. I mean, this guy, he came in, played quarterback in college, switched over mm -hmm. to wide receiver, was picked in the seventh round, switched to wide receiver slash punt kick returner, uh, and just kept building from there. And he eventually became Tom Brady's number one security blanket. He, he helped him to win three Super Bowls. He was the Super Bowl MVP one time. He's got 6,822 receiving yards in his career, 41 touchdowns. In the postseason is where Julian Edelman Excel. made his – Yeah, that's where he yep. made his name. If there's – in my eyes, it goes Edelman, 
Larry Fitzgerald for postseason receiver. Uh, obviously, Rice. I'm talking about active guys as of the last couple of years. Right. Uh, but Edelman was just a completely different beast as soon as you hit the playoffs. He, yes. In my mind, he's a Hall of Famer. There's no questioning it. But also in my mind, Heinz Ward should be in. Chad Ochocinco yes. should be in. Uh, Megatron, I'll fight you on. I don't know about that one, honestly. Uh, but guys like Ochocinco and Ward definitely deserve to be in there. And I think Edelman does as well. Right. It's the history. It's the numbers. Yes. It's what I yes. look at. That's what I look at. You know what I mean? And and if you if you have the numbers that he put up, granted, he had a, a quarterback that threw him the ball directly. Um, I mean, because look at look at what he had to deal with um, Cam Newton. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he he wasn't the same, but Cam Newton's no Tom Brady. Yeah, well, and he wasn't the same, but uh, before he hurt his ankle, he had that game where he had what fifteen receptions. He was catching everything Newton could throw to him that day, and yeah, you could like, see it in his eyes. Like, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was, was against hurting, the Seahawks. Dude. Am I right? Was I, that against yeah, the Seahawks? I am pretty sure it was the Seahawks. Yeah, you don't and have you to can see it. He, <laughs> he was out there. He was gutting it out, man. You could see there was pain was. in that dude's eye. And he was like, no, I'm going to give them everything I've got. This is the last game of the season for me. I can feel it. They're getting everything that I've got in me. And that's what he was, dude. When they needed him the most, he was the guy that stepped up. In the big moments, Edelman was the guy that you went to, plain and simple. Yes. And uh, he was the slot receiver. He was also a a punt returner that returned um, for touchdowns quite a bit. So he was, he was good, you know, and for coach Belichick and then Tom Brady to, to praise him, you know, when he announced his retirement, it says a lot. It you, does. Don't, it says- you don't get uh, Belichick to talk good about you the yeah. way he did. Yeah. And, and it was in- instantaneous too. I mean, Edelman let the, the NFL Network air that video of him retiring, and then boom, Belichick was on it. Oh yeah. So it, you don't get that kind of a praise from from Belichick very often on any player. So that that was really cool to see that. Well, Julian Edelman, in my eyes, Edelman is a Hall of Famer. What do you think? Oh, Hall of Fame, bro. Lock it in. Hall of Fame. Lock it in. All right, so to more news, the Cincinnati Bengals are are going to reveal New Jersey's April 19th. What, hey, April what 19th, that's, that's what they say. Uh, mm, I, I, I think they're they, going to go, go more that gray look, I think, honestly. But I don't really know. We'll have to see on the 19th. Man, and, and Nike's behind all this, so let's see if they start doing Yeah, I'm waiting for, for Nike to start modifying these jerseys. You know when they when they did the color rush, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, but now I, I want to see more stuff like the way the way Oregon does theirs. I want to see yeah. different designs, you know. And you know, uh, I think, you know what I, I would think love? Be cool. I think it would be so cool if uh, the salute to service jerseys. Oh yeah, dude, those ones are so cool. Yeah, I just exactly. Love those ones, man, if they just wear for those one for game one game or something, yeah, yeah that'd be That's awesome. So cool. Um. That's pretty cool. So we'll wait April 19th and uh, we'll see how that goes, right? Yeah, we'll give our reviews on it uh, on the podcast that's after the 19th. We'll let you guys know what we think about them. <laughs> yeah. Smash or <laughs> trash, right? Smash or um, trash. Um, so today, you, maybe you have more information about this, but uh, the Rams defensive tackle, Aaron Donald, 
was accused of uh, an assault, leaving a man conscious, broken arm, and 16 sni- uh, stitches near his eye. So I seen pictures of it. Now I'm going to be very honest with you, and especially to all the listeners, I did not follow up on this story. Um, all I know is I saw a bunch of memes about it, and it's like if Aaron Donald <laughs> wants something, you give it to him. And I'll be very honest with you, that guy's a beast, and I do not dare meet with him one-on-one for anything if he wants something trust me you can have it yeah so what's going on with this story do you know anything about it so i read up a little bit on it and uh it sounds like they were at a, a club downtown and the defendant spriggs uh it was donald spriggs sorry and uh what had happened is he had accidentally bumped into Do- not donald spriggs it's another Donald. It's another Donald, right? I think it's Davion Spriggs. But anyway, he bumped into Donald, uh, and then they started kind of getting chatty with each other, it sounds like. And Donald had a bunch of his friends there, and everything broke out. They started fighting, and this is what happened. So the Rams released a statement saying they're aware of the alleged incident, uh, that they'll be monitoring this closely. They're going to collect more information about it. Uh, I haven't heard anything on this outside of what happened yesterday. So this is kind of like the, not kind of like the Deshaun Watson, but we're waiting for more. I need more. I don't know what this entails for Aaron Donald going further or or if this is a money grab or if it was one of his buddies that accidentally hit the guy or not accidentally, but hit the guy. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure they were all intoxicated. So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, club, I'm pretty so. sure. Yeah, all I know is if Aaron Donald wants something, and he's—I don't know—I will I, not. I will not debate with that guy. <laughs> no, that the dude—he's huge. He's huge. Yeah, he's he's a monster. So ho- hopefully it goes well for for both parties involved, and they can get past this and all that good stuff. But we'll we'll have to see. Right. Um. Any Deshaun Watson news? I know that we heard a little bit more about it. And still, I, this kid is not going to get a free pass. That's for sure. Yeah, so last I heard, uh, his his party had asked the... He had asked them to release their names, right, for the 22 ladies that are accusing him. Uh, 20 of them have come out and said, okay, here's our names. One of them dropped her case completely. And so that would have brought the cases down to 21. Well, yesterday, a new lady filed a new case. So now we're back up to 22 and she already released her name. So this just seems to be getting uglier and uglier. Uh, Again, there's not a lot of information uh, minus the names coming out. I do know that the Texans left out Deshaun Watson on all their fan promos for 2021. So read into that with what, what you will. Um, but it's it's not looking good, um, which is seriously unfortunate. But uh, that's really all the comments I have on that because there's not much has changed except the names being released. I haven't gotten anything else yet. Yeah, poor guy, man. I'm catching a break. Nope. Just just get a regular massage, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah. I guess money 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 changes people, especially for those type of kids, you know. Yeah. So all right, Savage. Hey, so, real quick. Go ahead. I'm gonna ask you a question. 
Oh, hell yeah. Okay, this is going to be a trivia question. Oh! Alright, man, I'm not good with questions and, like, quizzes and tests, but let's try it. Okay. Is it Zach Wilson at number two, or is it Justin Fields? That's oh, not trivia. Man. It's more of an opinion base, sorry. Hey, no, you know what? Listen. Alright, this is my opinion, and I haven't really spoken about it at all, so this is, this is funny that you just asked this. I'm very, I'm very happy that you just asked this type of question because this is my opinion. This is what I believe. I haven't talked to you about it. I haven't said it to nobody else, but this is what I believe. I believe that the Jets will go after Justin Fields. I truly believe that the Jets are just hyping up the Zach Wilson uh, train. You know, just, you know, this whole parade of Zach Wilson so people will believe Oh, that's what the Jets got. They're locked in with that. After seeing Justin Fields' pro day, the second pro day that he just have, uh-huh. you would be stupid if, if those the Jets to not go and get him. Justin Fields was on fire that day. You know what I mean? And, you know, we, you know, there's rumors about 49ers going after Mac Jones, and it looks like for real that Shanahan's, like, sticking to his guns and getting Mac Jones. But Zach yeah. Wilson over Fields. Have we even heard that Zach Wilson's gotten a second pro day? No. 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 <laughs> but but so has I, he I, been I, in the whole controversy of not being the number two pick either? You know what I mean? He doesn't really have anything that he's had to try to go out and prove all the naysayers. Every, every I mean, every time you hear people, it's Mac Jones this, Trey Lance this, Justin Fields this. No one talks about Wilson. No one questions Lawrence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why these kids are going the extra step and saying, hey, no, let's do another one. Let's showcase ourselves. Let us show you what we got. Right. And yeah, Zach Wilson hasn't been asked to do anything. No. Um, he just had one pro date and that was it. But I truly believe if I was the Jets, I would be making sure that the Niners knew. Now that we know that the Niners moved up to number three, I would make everybody believe I'm going after Zach Wilson. It would not surprise me that they go after Fields in the second round. We talked about it in the in the previous podcast because Trevor Lawrence and, and Justin Fields, they were friends, right, growing up, and they competed against each other, correct? Oh, yeah. The so, high, uh, not directly, but at the All-Star game and stuff like that. So they, right. they've known of each other. They've always competed for the number one and number two quarterback spot in the nation. So they, they know who each other is. They've always gone against each other, and that's just how it's been. Right. So why not send up a smoke screen, letting people believe that, hey, the Jets are picking Zach Wilson, when really they'll be like, psych, get Justin Fields. Maybe cool. over hey, your I'm, face. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with either or. And, and you know what? Uh, both of them make sense. It's just... It's New York. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of I feel bad for either one of them because it's New York. But I'm hoping with New- Joe Douglas and Robert Sala that they can turn things around, uh, especially for one of these kids' sakes. But uh, dang, man, Fields over Wilson. That's you know you know what I like about this because listen, I, at, at my at work, I already have like a like I've like I've mentioned in the last podcast and, and I've told many people that 
at, at my where I work at um, every Tuesday taco truck shows up and you know we always make bets we like taco truck Tuesday you know I buy a I buy a meal for somebody if I lost you know and if I won boom they buy me a meal so I'm gonna yeah. start doing the food court bet you know food truck bet of the week and um, <laughs> you know I, you know this goes out for anybody that's listening you know if, if you got a friend that's out there go ahead and buy them a happy meal or something like that this is a bet I'm not putting thousands of dollars on the line you know like like certain people do in Vegas but <laughs> I would like to bet you savage that the Jets go after fields like that's just okay. that's, we're, we're bringing this up man I'll bring a food truck food truck bet of the week is that to, the to me to you. you you want to bring it to me okay okay I, I like see it. I see I like it hey you know how we do boy air air five seals it air five man let's do it so <laughs> I say I say the Jets get Justin Fields because they're making everybody believe that it's Zach Wilson now that's just my opinion but if you still believe that you're going after Zach Wilson or I'm going to stick with Zach Wilson it is it, it's as intriguing as the Justin Fields thing is, I still think it's going to be Zach Wilson. E- either way, they're going to be winners. I like both kids, but it's still Wilson to me. Yeah. So, food truck bet of the week. It's on. It's on. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. In two, weeks, in two weeks from now. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm all about doing food bets with people because I do love to eat. So, <laughs> me too, bro. Me too. You know, so I do like doing food bets with people. You know what I mean? And and uh, I've done, man, I've done Super Bowl. I've done basketball playoffs. I've done baseball playoff bets. And this is all about food, brother. Yeah, hey, um, it's it's a fun way to get everyone involved. Yeah, I, it I is. Like it's, it. all, it's all fun. It's hey, all fun, man. And it's a win-win. You get to eat good food no matter what. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is very true because it doesn't matter. I'm still buying you food. We're exactly. going go to the same spot, man. So, yeah, food truck bed of the week. I, that's what I think it'll be Justin Fields. And I'm, that's funny that you brought that up because I was just thinking about how, why haven't we heard anything from Zach Wilson? And yeah. is it because um, they, they want us to believe that they, they're going after him? But I don't know. After seeing that pro day with Justin Fields, he he actually lit it on fire. So, yeah, he looked good. I'm, there's no denying it, dude. That kid, he's talented. Yeah. Well, that's okay. a pretty good one. That's a pretty so, good. So, here's a real trivia question. Oh. And, and, uh, I, I had to do some digging for this one, but there is one team in the NFL that has never had a 4,000 yard passer. Who is it? Who is it? And a bonus point if you can tell me what quarterback it was. Hmm. It wouldn't be. Let's see. That's not, I'm not cheating. Trust me. It's just, <laughs> it's just my app. No, I'm not cheating. I'm dead serious. I'm not cheating. Otherwise, you'd hear me typing. It, it is my computer. <laughs> what are the odds of that? This damn thing just pops up when when I'm trying to think. Be like making me sound like I'm cheating. Oh, I'm just messing with you. A stupid <laughs> moment. Oh, I hate you, Microsoft. All right, so. The NFL team that has never had a, a four thousand a yard four thousand yard passer. I didn't even know there was one that still hasn't had one. So that it, it amazed me honestly. Oh man, would it be? Would it be? 
man. Would it be? Would it be? Uh, jeez, man. Would it be Cleveland? No. I don't know, man. Yeah. The city starts with a C. Cincinnati. No. Well, see, you had me there. (laughs) (laughs) Chicago Bears. Yes, the Chicago Bears. I can see that. Their highest passing yard leader for a season was in 1995, and it was Eric Kramer at 3,838 yards. Wow. That is their highest passing yards in an NFL season. They have never gone over 4,000. The Chicago Bears, and they still suck at getting a quarterback. Yeah, and and what's crazy is (laughs) they've never had a 4,000-yard passer, and you got Drew Brees over here throwing five times for (laughs) 5,000. Yeah, that's true, man. You take 1,000 yards from each one of those 5,000-yard seasons from Brees, he's still better than their quarterbacks. Right. I could see that. <laughs> That's crazy. I, mean, I just sure. I thought that was cool. I saw that the other day, and I was like, dude, I got to ask Daniel. All right. Well, I'll get you. I got you. Man, you know what? I'll come up with the trivia one for next week. I yeah. like it. For sure. We, we can keep doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, so we got food, food truck bet of the week. Now we'll do trivia question of the week. And so... That's pretty cool. Yeah. But I can see the Chicago Bears, man. They just suck at having a quarterback. Um, yeah. Well, they've always had uh, good running backs and a great defense. So, eh. Well, they had their hopes up on getting Russell Wilson. Oh, did you even see that Russell Wilson put on a on a video with the Seahawks helmet? Did he? Oh, you didn't man. see it. You should have seen it. I didn't see it. It made all the Seahawks Seahawk fans just praying <laughs> for another win bro man. he's he's good man I'm not gonna lie I was excited when there was rumors about him getting out the NFC West <laughs> as you would I'm, right dude I'm sick of that magician man he's he he's magician. so good though I, I'm, I'm I'm a fan of his I don't like Seattle but I'm a fan of his right yeah he is uh he is our quarterback that's good for Seahawks fans <laughs> All right, brother. So last last podcast that we had, we were talking about mock drafts with um, no trades and stuff. And yeah. I think we believe we left off on the 20th pick with the Bears. And you said it was Trey Lance going to the Bears. I did. Which, he slid which all we the just way got to the done, Bears. Which we just, we just got done talking about how the Bears just suck at getting a quarterback. <laughs> Trey Lance, If Trey Lance landed for the Bears, uh, I, I could see where that, that could – possibly work you know what i mean oh yeah so let's go yeah what do you think yeah i mean i i hope for bears fans they do because like i said they're stuck with andy dalton right now but they're just they've got to figure out that quarterback position man they are like you said they're trash when it comes to i mean their best quarterback they've had in the last couple decades is what jay cutler jay cutler smoking jay and before him it was mcmahon Am yeah. I missing anybody? I, I really can't. But think. McMahon took him to the Super Bowl as well, so that's yeah, what I'm you saying. Know I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have talked trash, but yeah, McMahon. But um, yeah, you're right. 
That's all yeah. that's all they have. <laughs> all right, brother. So you mock picks, mock draft picks for this year's draft. Let's go with the number 21 pick. The Colts are on the clock. What do you think? All right, Colts make a lot of sense focusing on that defense here to me because they lost Wilson the safety. So I think they go and they shore up that safety spot and grab TCU, Trevin Morig. That kid is such a ball hawk, dude. He he just knows how to hit. And he's around the ball 24-7. Like, he's such a versatile player. I, I think TCU. he's a good fit. Yes, from TCU. Yeah. yeah. I just think he, he fills a good need there and helps sure up that back into that defense because they whiffed. Uh, maybe not whiffed on Malik Hooker a couple years ago. Uh, I think injuries had a lot to do with that, but he's obviously not there anymore. They lost Wilson, so they need another young guy back there. And, and to me, that's who's, who fits is Trevon Morig. I, I hope I you. didn't butcher that. Yeah, I, I can't say Mo. Mo. <laughs> Mo rig, the H is silent, right? I think so. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. All <laughs> right, uh, the 22. Uh, oh, it is the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans are on the clock for the 22 pick. What do so, you think they need? Tennessee lost, obviously. Davion Clowney signed with uh, Cleveland Browns, so they need another outside linebacker. And this kid, he he's like a, a hybrid in between safety and outside linebacker and middle line. Like oh, this kid's just I, a I freak, you're... dude. This Notre Dame kid, I I highly yeah. doubt. <laughs> so I did this mock draft a while ago, and then I started watching a lot more film, and I could easily see this kid going in the top fifteen picks, fifteen to twenty picks. I don't think he's gonna fall this far, but if the Titans can get him at twenty-two, uh, Jeremiah Owasu Koromoa. Uh, the linebacker from Notre Dame, what a blessing that would be for that defense. Yeah, Man, I had a Vrabel, feeling you were going to say that. Yeah, Vrabel will have that kid all over the field, dude. And, and you get hit by him, you're going to feel it tomorrow, I tell you what. <laughs> yeah, I've only seen a couple videos on him. And, and when Notre Dame played on uh, national TV, I know exactly who you're talking about, Jeremiah. And uh, he is a stud. He's a stud, dude. He is. Like I said, if, if if I were redoing this mock draft, he'd be a lot higher. Where and if you were, where would you put him at? I mean, like let's say honestly. So th- the best landing spot to me was with Miami with their second first round pick, where I had Aziz Alajawari from Georgia. Um, I'm, I think it's pick eighteen. So it's not much of a jump, but like I said, it'd be in the top twenty. Uh, I do think he's better than Alajawari. Um, but you don't at the think time, the Patriots would get him if if the Patriots didn't move? I oh, mean, they do no. need they do need a, a linebacker there too, right? But I have a mocked at a linebacker as well, and and I have a mocked at the best linebacker, arguably the best defensive player in the entire draft with Michael Parsons. I got so, you. I'm still going to stick with that one for the Patriots, but I I think I could switch out uh, the Dolphins with Aziz Olajuwari Al- and Jeremiah. From so Georgia, couple, yeah. Just jump them up a couple more picks, honestly. Like I said, top twenty. Hmm. Wow! If anybody hasn't heard of Jeremiah, go look at his uh, his YouTube um, highlights. Yeah, he is a go stud. watch him. He is man. All right, so the Jets, the Jets get a second pick, and it's at the number twenty three spot. What do you think they need in this one? 
They do. So the Jets can go in a couple different ways here. They can go and get another offensive lineman. Uh, they could grab another receiver, but they already went and got Corey Davis. They drafted the big receiver last year in Denzel Mims. Um, I, I have them shoring up that defense, especially with Robert Sala taking over now. Um, they, they could easily go for an edge rusher to pair him with uh, Quinn and Williams. But uh, I think they're going to work on that back end a little bit. They Their corners are trash, man. They, they need to fix that. So I think they're going to go Asante Samuel Jr. Uh, from Florida State. The safety. The corner. Corner. My bad. Yeah. I could see that from Florida State. Yeah. There, there's so there's so many good young corners in this draft this year. It's insane. Yes. And, when, and, and like I said, well, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of shows and I watch a lot of shows. And in like you and I were talking about before, is that yes, there are a lot of defensive players on this draft and a lot of wide receivers too. Um, yes. on this draft but when it comes to defensive side man they they got a hand pick a lot of people here so yeah um yeah you're right there's a lot of defensive players on this draft so that suggests that the number 23 pick the number 24 pick is the Steelers yes and and so we know they lost Bud Dupree we know they've lost a couple other guys on defense uh they always seem to hit the right dudes when it comes to defensive ends or outside linebackers. So I'm going to go with Carlos Basham Jr., the defensive end from Wake Forest. He fills a need, and they seem to always get the best talent out of their picks. So I think he's a real good fit there. Now, an interesting name that could surpass him at that pick is Christian Barrymore. There's actually talk that Christian Barrymore, the defensive line from Alabama, Alabama, yeah, yeah, that that he'll actually go within the top 15 picks. He's getting that much uh, hype right now. So we'll have to see on that. He's also another good fit there. But for right now, I've got them taking Carlos Basham Jr. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that too. Um, Let's see here. The number 25 pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, got their second pick. Yeah, so and... their second pick in the first round as well. Um, so they went and got Lawrence. They brought yes. in Marvin number Jones in, the, in free agency. They drafted LaVisca Sheenault last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they and they still have DJ Shark. But I think they go and get another young athletic playmaker in Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota, the wide receiver. Um, again, though, they could go offensive line here to help shore up that line for Trevor Lawrence, their line's not horrible as it is. So I'm going to go with the talented receiver Bateman out of Minnesota here. There you go. I'll take that. I give more, give uh, Lawrence more weapons, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I could see the Jags pipe picking up a wide receiver. Maybe, you know, they had a good, they had a good running back um, system last year, but with um, the new head coach going in, it's going to yeah, be a whole well, different system. Yeah, well, and they've got, I mean, James Robinson. Who would have expected that, right? That kid was was good last year. Then they go and they bring back Carlos Hyde. And as we've seen last year and the year before, Hyde's not suited for an every-down role, but he's shown that when he's in the game, he can still ball. So, yeah, they've got a decent running back system going over there now. Okay, yeah. So the number... 
26 pick is the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and They're so on the, the rich only get richer, right? So yeah. they went they went and signed Jadavian Clowney, and now Christian Barrymore signed or not signed really? gets picked gets picked by the Browns, right? From Alabama. You think, you think that's where he'll go? I do. Uh like I said though, there, there's a lot of hype around this kid right now, so he, he could easily move up the draft boards. I, I've heard his name a lot lately in a lot of articles from Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper and and people like that. But like I said, I made this a while ago. So for me, this Talking. is where I had him going. But I think he just – you pair him with Miles Garrett and now Jadavian Clowney. And uh, uh, I can see the guy. I can't remember his name. Their defensive tackle. Da, 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 da. Anyways, he's he's decent. Sheldon Richardson. Uh, wow. I just think he'd fit in there. Man, they'd have a, a heck of a monster in that front seven, man. Right. He, for Bama having um having him there on the side, on the end, right? He was defensive end. He's yeah, a big kid, he, dude. He he's a big kid and he can move crazy fast for such a big dude. It's insane. Right. Yeah, I actually looked him up a couple times, and he's a he's a tall kid for being his size, and uh, he's he's a big boy, dude. So, Christian Balmar, Barmar. Yeah. All right, now the number twenty seventh pick, the Baltimore Ravens. Um, do you think they're going to offense here, or? So okay, I wanted to go wide receiver here, right? Because cause... they they need a big body playmaker i love marquise brown but he just doesn't have the size to be a true number one in my opinion uh did they resign um bryant does Bryant? no 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 and he talked crap on his way out too so he ain't coming back but uh i went old school ravens man i i stuck with defense that's seems to be their mo and 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 like i said there's so many good receivers that they could easily grab one in the second round and go with getting the pass rush specialist from Miami, Gregory Rosseu. Rosseu, uh, yeah. Yeah, this him and Jalen Phillips both put up great pro days this year. Like, they both – I'd be happy with either one of them kids. They both got high-end motors, can get after the quarterback. Uh, they're sneakily fast, too. Like, you don't think they're going to be that quick, but they are quick, man. That's I think – that's who the Ravens go with. Shore up that defense. And well, and they just lost Matt Judon, so they've got to replace that spot anyway. The defensive end from Miami. Yeah. There you go. Rosseu, how do you say his name? I think it's Rosseu. Rosseu. Yeah. Ra, ro, yeah. Rosseu. I'm gonna bet you he's probably a big kid too. I don't want to get tackled by him. <laughs> me neither, dude. Me neither. <laughs> All right, the 28th pick of the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Um, so, oh, so the Saints—they lost their defensive end Trey Hendrickson uh, to free yes. agency this year. So obviously, I'm going for to, to fill a need, and it's the other Miami kid. It's Jalen Phillips and Miami kid, back to back. Back to back, and and this kid, man, he's got a high end motor just like Rossayu, and I can't even imagine that both those guys are on the same defense. That's terrifying for quarterbacks, but uh, I just think he'd be a good fit over there in that defense. And like I said, they need to replace Hendrickson, so hopefully this pans out. Maybe so for the Saints, right? Because yeah. they, yeah. they they're they're way above cap right now, and they can't sign anybody. 
and um, they need help. They, they, they need help, and, and what's one of the most expensive defensive positions? Pass rushers. So if you pass can get rushers. a young guy in there that's got a, a four-year contract with a fifth-year option on the cheap, go for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why not? All right. So the number 29th pick, the Green Bay Packers. What do you got for them? Okay, if I was crazy and thought about last year, I'd say they chose a quarterback here, but I'm not. So <laughs> <laughs> they're they're finally going to go and get an elite slot receiver and Kadarius Tooney out of Florida. This kid is so sneaky fast. He's got a super okay. small frame. He's only 5'8", but this kid can fly, man. Holy cow. I think he would be great to just stretch the field for Aaron Rodgers or take that, that short dink route and just freaking take off evading tackles and stuff like that like this kid is he's a stud have you watched any film on him i i've seen very little i'd be lying if i said that i did a lot but i only seen a little i've only seen highlights of what they've expect certain mock drafts to come and i know he's coming to on on one of those scenes so yeah he's, he's a talented player he is dude he's a talented kid man playing at florida over there with kyle pitts and what a scary offensive city. I mean, Kyle Trask is not that bad of a quarterback. You've got Kyle Pitts and you got Kadarius Tooney. Like, that's that's crazy, man. I don't know how they didn't <laughs> do any better. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he's uh, only 6'1". Oh, I've got him at, I got him at 5'12". I said it wrong earlier. I've got you know, him at 5'12". But, but he's, still, he's still a small kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, I just brother. Think it's time to get time to get Rogers a receiver, man. Quit they playing. Need, yeah, exactly. They already resigned as running back, and so now they need a uh, a receiver. So, well, I mean, you, yeah, he needs to spread the ball instead of just giving it to one guy, right? Yeah, especially if I'm facing that guy in fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. So the thirtieth pick of the Buffalo Bills. What do you got for them? So the Buffalo Bills, uh, their defense. You're going gave defense up. on this. No, I was going to say you didn't go defense on this. I'm going to go defense. And again, I could have went offensive line with this pick as well because obviously keeping Josh Allen upright is key to their success. But if you looked at their defense last year and a lot of those big close games. Uh, they lost those games in the back end of the defense. So uh, I'm going to go with Greg Newsom, the second, the cornerback out of Northwestern, to help shore oh, okay. up that back end with Jordan Poyer and Tredavious White and Micah Hyde and just give them another playmaker back there. Now, I've seen certain uh, NFL players talk about this kid. And yeah. um, I think Sherman was talking about him. He was, yes. Right? Yep. Am I right? Yep, Sherman was just talking about all the tools he has and how smart and athletic this kid is, and and that he can, he can be just like him. So he's a kid to be looking forward to, that's for sure. Because if, if other athletes are talking about him, they're in the NFL. This is something. Uh, this kid's going to be very special. Um, so I, I know I, I watched some highlights when he was playing against Pitt, and nothing went to that receiver he was deflecting balls left and right oh yeah he was so, all over him <laughs> so i i know i i know who the, the newsome kid is and he, he should be pretty good um 
Let's see here. All right. So the 31 pick are the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, yeah. I'm going to believe that you're going to go offensive line here. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all watched the Super Bowl. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mean, and they got rid of a bunch of their offensive line here, too, right? They, they Three of their starters. They mm-hmm. lost three of their starting offensive line this year. They haven't brought any one of them back. They did go and get Joe Thune. Uh, stole him away from the Patriots, which was a big move. Um, but I think they go Alex uh, Leatherwood here, the offensive lineman out of Alabama. Okay. Uh, yeah, he he's a good prospect. Uh, he's got the size. I think he'd be better suited to play guard, in my personal opinion. Um, I think he could take over. Uh, well, they just got Thune, but they, they could play. He could plug and play. He he's a versatile guy. It just makes sense to shore up that offensive line because seeing Patrick Mahomes in that much like danger last year in the Super Bowl, like man, he was getting hit every single play. Right. You, you gotta you gotta go get the best offensive line prospect on the board, in my opinion, no matter who it is. And, and that's why I'm glad that you said offensive line because it, dude, it's a no brainer on what they just did. You know what I mean? Like you said, if you watch the Super Bowl and not only watch the Super Bowl, but what they got rid of on the on the free agency, you know. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're both on the same page with that. So that was that was a no brainer for the Chiefs. Um yeah. but I could still be shocked. Anything anything's gonna happen on, on this draft, which is really exciting. So it is. And like I said before, that this is why I love the mock draft season, because everyone's got their own opinions. Right. And and if you ever got it hundred percent right, holy crap, that would be insane. You'd be a god to everybody. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's no. that's not how it works. You know, everyone's got their own opinions and what they think, and uh, uh, that it's awesome to see everyone's opinions and stuff and see how right or wrong you are. Exactly. We'll see how it goes. Yep. All right. Last but not least, number thirty-two pick, the, the Buccaneers. Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers, this is a luxury pick. They don't really need anything, but their biggest weakness in my mind is defensive end. JPP's getting older. Interesting, yeah, I get uh, that. Shaq Barrett's on the older side. Uh, he's, what, 20, 28, 29 coming into the season. So it makes a lot of sense, in my opinion, to use this last first-round pick to grab a defensive end that can learn from both of these guys and then, like I said, first-round picks, you've got the four years. And if you like what you see in those four years, you can pick up that fifth-year option. You've got them locked for five years. Right. So it, it just gives them a lot of growth time. Uh, they've got two great mentors in front of him. Uh, and he can rotate in. Like I said, JPP, and they're getting older. They're not getting any younger. So it'd be nice to get some fresh legs in there, too, and, and give those guys some rest. That makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. A kid from Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Defensive end from Oklahoma, Ronnie Perkins. Right. Yeah. Ronnie Perkins from Oklahoma. Yeah. That's, yep. I could see that. Bruce Arians, they, they got everything sitting out. What, um, man, help me out here. He, they, they were all your Arizona guys. The defensive coach, I can't think of his Todd name. Bowles. Todd Bowles. Thank you so much. Why am I having a, uh, my brain fart? Maybe it's too late, Todd but it's not Bowles. too late. Todd Bowles. <laughs> um, yeah, he knows how to work up that defense pretty well. Oh, dude, he does. Um, he does. And, uh, He's, and, it, uh, and it showed in the Super Bowl. It really oh, did. Yeah, yeah he, it I showed. Mean, he, had, he had that Chiefs offense so tilted, it's not even funny. Mahomes didn't know what was going on. Nah, 
He was, it was he insane. Was, he had more rushing yards than, than the whole, <laughs> the whole <laughs> offense did. That was just a crazy stat. Um, well, that sums up for your mock draft. Um, it goes from previous podcast and then the previous podcast, and now we're finished with that. So yep. I'm, I'm totally excited. I can't wait. Um, you know, April 29th, it's going to be fun. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super excited for after the draft when we do our podcast and we can talk about where all these kids went and, and how we think their rookie seasons are going to be, if they're going to be a starter, if they're going to be a depth guy, just stuff like that. Get all that excitement and hype built up around them and, and what guys we think are going to be good for fantasy uh, and, and stuff like that. I, I can't wait, man. It's going to be awesome. It's gonna give, give us a lot of material to talk about. Yes, and I'm glad that you just brought that up about fantasy, okay? So a lot of people have been asking me, what, what's this podcast about? Like, Because well, we can always listen to other podcasts and that actually know what they're doing and what they're saying and, <laughs> and not stuttering and not talking gibberish, right? But reality is is that we started this because we were into fantasy football, right? We, we, yes. we enjoyed fantasy football and we also love watching the games. And so we're working our way up to when fantasy football does start we're going to be here to provide you with good news and, and, and good strategies for you guys to pick out. I know you have your own opinions about certain players, especially after we watch the football games. We have our own opinions on what the hell happened or did you see this and can't believe this happened and this kid did that and this kid did that or this guy did this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So 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 for listeners that are listening or now tuning in and um, and we know they're listening because we're seeing the numbers inclined so um this is what we're going to be doing is for fantasy football right now we're just talking about the draft and we're having fun because we're just barely starting this off right yeah i mean we're definitely going to be a a mix of of just talking football as a whole and and bringing in that fantasy limelight as well so a little bit of a mix of both and, and it'll be a lot of fun Exactly. So if anybody is out there listening to us and want to know how we are doing this, we are doing it through the Anchor app. Um, if none of you guys have listened to that, um, I brought, you know, I brought right into this. And so that's how we started. We're do- we're using it through the Anchor app. And it's actually really cool because it provides you with a bunch of stuff so you can edit, record um, and distribute your, your podcast um, however you like it. Um, yeah, and when it and when it distributes the podcast, it, it throws it out to Spotify, it throws it out to to Apple Podcasts, to Google Podcasts, to Breaker, uh, and and a couple others. So it really gets you out there. It's completely free. Uh, it's a great, easy to use app. Just create an account. And you want to make a podcast about pottery? Do it. Uh, you want to make one about collecting pencils? I'm all for it. Go for it. it right. It's it's super free. It's uh it's friendly. It's user user friendly. Um, and yeah, just go try it out. Yeah, it's and like you said, it's free. And but you can also make money with the with the Anchor app. Um, if you just log on, and like you mentioned, um, download the Anchor app. If not, you can visit the Anchor.fm on uh, your laptop or your computer, and that way you can, like you said, create your own podcast. But a lot of people were trying to say, "How are you guys doing this? What program did you guys buy?" Nothing, fool. I mean, I just downloaded <laughs> this podcast and we just started talking shit. Yeah, just downloaded it and shamble-amble, we're in business. Right? So, I mean, it's (laughs) it's really, really cool, and and so I like it. I like getting your opinion. It's pretty much just like I tell half my friends, I'm like, all we're really doing, if you really stop to think about what me, what you and I are doing, 
we're really kind of just recording yeah. our phone calls and, and distributing it out to everybody because in reality this is how we really talk man this is how we talk even when we meet yeah. up with yeah. each other everybody's just like man you guys don't even let go right so yeah, we, we football. Don't. <laughs> that's just that's us that's who we are uh also you guys can also go to instagram and you can follow our instagram page it's caustic league sports uh if you've got any questions for us or any recommendations feel free to dm us on that app and uh give us a follow and let us know what you think right exactly we're gonna probably uh go live on instagram and um kind of just see if anybody's out there and one willing to ask questions for us as well and um we're going to be posting up some some fantasy advices on on that on that Instagram. So it'd be pretty cool. Um, I know that we got a lot of stuff to talk about for fantasy coming up. I know we're going to start. A lot of people ask me about questions. You know, I, I run into certain people at work. Well, I mean, because we spend all day at work, right? Pretty much our lives yeah. are at work, <laughs> yeah. and we talk about football. And sometimes people are they ask me questions. Well. I know there's some leagues out there that do dynasty, right? And then yeah. they do the regular uh, fantasy football league that they, that, you know, like what ESPN or what um, Yahoo or NFL gives you. Um, yeah. But there's also, there's all all sorts of different leagues out there that, that if people don't understand, we're going to be here to talk about it and we're going to go over it. Um, I know we were going to go over dynasty leagues. Um, also, there was, uh, you know, salary cap leagues. That there's a league out there that that you get a certain salary cap, and then you just draft, kind of almost like FanDuel type of deal. But those are real leagues out there, and people want to know more questions about them. And so, this is, I'll give you guys my opinion, and I know you have yours too. And um, <clears throat> some people don't even talk about linebackers or or defensive end players on how many, you know, what do they do for their fantasy? Cause there's people that actually do have um, defensive players, punters, um, coaches on their team, right? Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. And and uh, that's the great thing about it. I mean, we're, we're not pros at this whatsoever. This no. It's all just, uh, we'll try to get the answers for you to, to the best of our abilities and, and the, the knowledge that we do have, we'll, we have no problem sharing that. And that's what this is all about is to get out to the people and, and uh, do our best and give back. Right. So for April 15th, 2021, um, you got anything else, Rhett? No, man. I think that's it. Uh, two weeks away from the draft. Let's get hyped. Yeah. All right, guys. If you guys have any questions, you guys already know all the details. So hit us up. And as for Fusion and Savage, I'm done, brother. You hope you have a yeah, good night, man. man. You too, man. Thanks for listening, everybody.